Hello and welcome to the Venus Factor Podcast. I'm Liz Graham and today I have with me Carly who has a very interesting and long history with Venus and I think that many of you listening can learn a lot from her. So Carly, thank you for being with me today. Thank you. My pleasure. So how did you even find Venus? Um, well, after I had my daughter, I was clear to the doctor to, you know, after the six weeks to get back into whatever my lifestyle was. And, and that's when I wanted to do something new and change who I was. So I started going to the gym. And when I went to the gym, they had a program, the Venus program there. And I just went to the classes there. And so I kind of just stumbled on it going to the gym. <laughs> So, to preface this, I was teaching Venus at our gym there, and Carly and I are personal friends before Venus, uh, our husbands, worked together. And um, so, John had graciously allowed me to teach Venus at my gym under his tutelage there, which um, the YMCA there where we live. Uh, so I had a class going. So Carly visited that. So what is your history in regard to dieting and fitness? Um, I've always been in and out of the gym. I mean, I've had probably three different gym memberships at different places. Um, that was after high school. And I never really knew what I was doing, so I don't know that I had any dieting plans or anything. I just kind of went, and I had no education on fitness at all. I just knew I had this goal to look, not look a certain way, but just kind of feel good about myself, and I didn't really know how to accomplish that, so I just, I was successful a little bit, but I didn't know what I was doing, so, and then once I found Venus, it was, I understood it all, and I educated myself, and so many articles and podcasts and stuff and manuals and, that I read, and finally understood how it all works. And it's not just about exercising, but also about the dieting as well. Um, so I mean, I've kind of gone back and forth with weight. I mean, I've I've added, I've lost. That's kind of my history, going back and forth, and. Uh, Ever since I found Venus, it wasn't like that. I, I haven't gained and then lost and, you know, I'm not knowing what I was doing. So, um, I think that knowledge has helped me to maintain what I have lost and all the muscle that I've gained. So, what year was it that you had your do- your daughter? I had her in April 2013. And then I got into the gym June 2013. And we were in phase three at that point, and uh, I've been going constantly three days a week doing Venus since then. So you made a pretty good uh, transformation losing the baby weight. Do you remember yes. how pounds and inches or anything? I remember it was a lot of inches, but I couldn't tell you verbatim. I think it was around 10 if I had to guess, but um, I do know I lost about 45 to 50 pounds. And, and how that tall? was just, yes, from June to, from June 2013 to January 2014. It's amazing. It's amazing. And, and you're how tall? 
and 5-3. Five, 5-3. Three. Five, three. Yeah. So, and since January, uh, well, pretty much since that time, it's uh, February 2013 right now, you've maintained, I've watched you, <laughs> and probably improved your physique. Would you agree with that? Oh, yes. I love that I can just see my muscle. It's, it's, I don't really have to sweat very much. It's there. <laughs> and my, I don't, everything has just changed so much, my whole body. And it's way better than before kids, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, no, I can relate to that. So let's talk about the programming. You felt like you like took a course in nutrition and fitness. That's basically what Venus was for you. Yeah. What else like specifics do you feel like really changed or was beneficial for you? Um, I I I got confidence too, like because I started teaching the class after gosh I think it was. August 2014, no, 2013, when I started teaching the Venus class myself, that's a lie. And that was really powerful to me because I was sitting there talking to a lot of women who had the same goals as me and uh, us just working through it together. And a lot of them don't really realize who you're inspiring and uh, just inspiring them and getting them on the goal and the track that they were aiming for. I mean, that, that's something that I got because of Venus. I mean, I don't really know how to explain it, but it was it just means a lot to me just talking to other women and getting their ideas and a lot of them were like, thank you so much for explaining to me the Venus program because of course I'm sitting there telling how awesome it is and how much they need to try it and this is how you do it. And so I was, I was really coaching them on how to help hit their goals and there's so many women that I've watched just transform and just enjoy every moment of it and that was very meaningful to me and so that aspect of it and I learned a lot from those ladies as well as me helping them through their goals and we still work out together three years later I mean they're really good buddies of mine so every everything that I mean the friendship the education of it all the inspiring and it's just a, a lot, whole fun process. Yeah, um, you're you're a teacher by, um, I guess, degree. So it's, mm -hmm. I know that um, teaching others is meaning meaningful to you. Yes. But you have coached yourself several winners to contests. Yes. <laughs> uh, pretty much every since. VT um, five, we've had somebody from this little town of fifteen thousand people place yes. in a contest, which is pretty crazy considering we have over uh, half a million clients. Um, and so a lot of that is due to you. Basically, you're carrying on the torch that I left there, yeah. and I think you've probably even burned it brighter. Um, so I'm very proud of you. Um, so let's talk about workouts. So I'm pretty sure in three years, have you done every workout there is in the Venus catalog? <laughs> yes, I sure have. So tell me um, what about the workouts? And I mean, you can get specific. What are your favorites and why? 
Well, I love all the moves, but I do have some favorite moves that I just really love doing, mainly because it makes me so sore. <laughs> I love the soreness feeling. Um, and it gets those areas that I really want to target. I mean, I want to target all of my areas, but there's certain areas, you know, that I have specific goals on, and so those moves I think I tend to favor. But um, I loved every phase. Every single one of them is amazing. I do love phase three just because it has some advanced moves where it's not just one motion that you're doing or one muscle. You're kind of getting two or three moves in there in one one exercise. I, I don't know. It's just, I've gone through it all. I've done the circuits. I've done, which was new to me um, when we hit phase four. I used to just do the module, module one, but then module three, four, and three, two, three, and four, excuse me, came out. And uh, that was new, and I've never done anything like that. So I had to read up on what all those vocab words were and um, just kind of understand what the move was when it says eccentric or tempo or, uh, gosh, the density block. I'm trying to think of all the vocab words in there that I had to learn. But um, Yeah. And that's what I love, too, about the whole program is because you can even go online and uh, learn from – some of the podcasts that John do, he does, I think it was Carbon, he talked about Carbon one day in his podcast, and that was very insightful, and sometimes I'm like, what is he talking about? Because <laughs> it's so in-depth, and I'm trying to grasp it, and um, but I always have a takeaway, and I always have something that I can share with the girls, and we'll talk about it, and um, just learn from it, and use whatever we learn. That's our, one of our favorite things, I think, is just sitting down and listening to those and talking about it and seeing how we can apply it to our daily lives. So there's so many aspects of it that we that we use and that we talk about and that we love so much. Yeah. No, yeah, it's uh, there is always something to learn. I mean, you've been at it for over three years, and I've been at it, geez, almost five now, and I still learn, you know. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's flip this coin and talk about nutrition, which may be arguably more important to get to your goals. Yeah. Uh, tell me some of your strategies nutrition-wise and how that's changed through the years. Um, well, when I first started Venus, I, was, I didn't know what I was doing. I was still in the process of learning. So I really just snacked all day just trying to hit my calories, my, my efficient days. Yeah. I didn't want to go over it, so I was counting them and any little thing that I would put in my mouth, whether it was a drink or if I was just, I don't know, eating something that I didn't think about, like gum, that's five calories. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any little thing, I would. I had a journal and I wrote it down and I made sure I hit those sufficient days like I was supposed to and I didn't really know nutrition, I wasn't really sure how to eat right and keep it in those decisions. So that was something I learned along the way. And now I feel like now I can do that work without snacking all day long. I know how to eat actually lunch and not just a protein bar. Not a protein bar. I think it was just like a granola bar. I didn't even know about protein. Well, I knew about protein, but I didn't know how to get it in, you know. Right. For start, you don't know that <clears throat> there's bars you could eat that gives you the protein instead of just the nutrients the multi-grain yeah. um, bars or chewy bars. I think that's what I started with. And then I eventually turned them into the protein bars. So, um, 
and then now I can eat. I don't really eat breakfast very much because I, I like to fast. So I'll um, I'll eat dinner and then I'll skip breakfast and then I'll I'll get a good protein lunch and then get a good protein dinner and still try to stay in those deficient days. So I'm not just snacking all day long and actually having meals. So um, I'm trying to think what else about that. And I still do the five sufficient and the two maintenance every once in a while. But I really just go off of how I feel. I really listen to my body now. I didn't know how to do that before. So if I'm hungry, I'll just take accordingly. And I do plan for the day. I do do meal prep on Sunday. I've done that where I just cook all day until I have my meals for the whole week. And I can make sure I get those protein in. Um, so it looks different now, my, my nutrition versus when I first started. Yeah, I can relate to that. So I would say, like, the longer you're at it, the more natural it is. Like, you start figuring out these little tricks exactly. to get your protein in. And not that protein is the end-all, be-all. Really, the right. bottom line is your calories. But you feel a lot better and your recovery is better when you're hitting your protein goals for the day. And I actually hit a little higher than the Venus calculator, but that's a good place to start. Yeah. So, like Carly's talking about, you know, at the beginning, you don't really know, like, where you're getting, where is my protein even coming from, or what's the best protein calorie for my buck, you know, so, how, what are some of your tricks now for getting your protein in, for, within your calories? I try to eat a lot of meat, which I wasn't really, never really have been a meat eater, but I'll try to eat the meat just to get that in. And then I've got my favorite protein bars that I'll eat. So like if I'm having a sandwich, like a lunch meat sandwich one day that's got like 8 grams of protein maybe in it, I'll have a protein bar with it instead of I used to do chips, not uh -huh. knowing that I could have a better option out there. Um, right. So then that would be like one way the, the protein bars or just getting that lunch meat in there. And um, I've even, after my workouts, you know, I'll use some kind of drink, like protein shake. Um, I definitely am in love with Greek yogurt. So I yes. probably eat that the majority of every day. Yeah. Do you like it straight or what? I no, I make some stuff in it and just to give it flavor. Yeah. I do it fruit. every time, but um, I, I follow. Fruit. Yes, I definitely eat it with fruit, and I follow your uh, blog spot a lot. So, whatever you make, sometimes I'll mimic that myself. <laughs> I don't know that it tastes the same, but I try. <laughs> but that was one that I saw from your blog spot that I. Took, up, took on and I haven't been able to drop it because it's just so yummy. But it is so yummy. So the the pudding mix, the sugar free yeah. pudding mix with Greek yogurt, guys, so good. Okay. It tastes like a dessert. It's so thick. Exactly. So it only takes like I don't know a fourth of the little box of sugar free pudding mix. I like the cheesecake. I, chocolate's good too. What are your favorites? I think cheesecake. I've had the butterscotch yeah. before, and that one was pretty good. But I think cheesecake was my favorite. Mine too. So, as far as meats go, like, what are I know you're you 
I remember this discussion with you. You were like almost a vegetarian yes. back in the day. So what meats do you like now? What 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 do you prefer to eat meat-wise? I do ground beef a lot. I mean, I can't eat that the most probably. Um, I do like pork, so I'll eat that. What kind um, of pork? Um, like pork sirloin or even some pork sausage. Uh-huh. Probably about it. Yeah? <laughs> I eat chicken. I, I think those chicken and the pork sirloin is probably my, my go-to meat. Yeah. But yeah, I I don't tend to eat meat very often and I wish I ate it more. I wish I loved fish. I really do. Cuz I know how good that is for you, but I just can't. So. I mean, the bottom line is you need to find things you like to eat and yes. that you don't abhor. <laughs> yes. So, what are your favorite uh protein bars and protein powder? I use whey protein powder and mainly cuz it's my husband's favorite. So. Um, Any particular brand? Uh, I forget what it's called. Hmm. I can't remember now that I'm thinking about it. It's black. Oh. It comes in a black tub. <laughs> Is it um, Body Fortress or something? That doesn't sound familiar. Oh. I think we just had it in the house, but we just used it. So. Is it Optimum Nutrition on? That's what I use a lot. It, we get it from Walmart because here where I live, there's not very Yeah, much. okay. <laughs> yeah, there's no, like, Dumas is in the middle of nowhere, people. Yeah. Like, there is no supplement stores. Uh, you have to drive 50 miles to get to a supplement yeah. store. So, like, Walmart, whatever they have is the handy thing. Yeah. And I think it is Body Fortress because we used to get that when we lived there, too. It and it's pretty is. good, and it's freaking cheap. Yes. <laughs> And it's a way isolate, I think, isn't it? Yes, it does have that in there. Okay. So that means that uh, some of the calories, it's less calories per protein, basically. And then do you get the pure protein bars from Walmart? I have tried those. They're not my favorite. I We have a pack of stack here in the gas station. The gas station has marathon bars. Oh, okay. But oh, I'm going to have to try those, girl. Yeah, they're good. Quest is ultimately my favorite, but we don't have that option here. So, yeah, bless your heart. Yeah, quests are good too. And I'm guessing are the marathon like 200 calories, 20 grams of protein ish? Yes, correct. Okay. They do even have, have a 30 gram one, but I, the calories is a little higher, like 50 calories more. Oh, okay. Hey, that's not bad. Yeah. All right. So you use protein bars and protein powders. Do you use any other supplements? No, my husband sells Advocare, but I tend to stay away from that. I'm not a pill taker either, so. <laughs> no, he's trying to get into it. I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> All right, so do you ever get on the community? I have just, I haven't like used the, <clears throat> the message part where people, the, the discussion part, but I, I've messaged people. So um, I've used that, but. I haven't really explored that option. I've got a really good community here that we socialize and talk a lot. Um, yeah. Kind of the same stuff, so I think I've used that option more. Yeah. No, I get that. It is really strange. Um, Dumas, it's like this little island of Venus people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, 
And like my one class, I passed the torch to Carly and then it spread into three classes a day, five days a week. It's kind of crazy. So there's lots of girls that I don't even know personally anymore. But when you have so many people in person doing a program, it's cool because, you know, you're talking with them face to face. So I totally understand that. I do. No, no, say it. I do have an app on my phone that is the Venus app, and I do get on that a lot. And um, there is a community like tab to get on, but I haven't done that one. But the videos are there, and they're very conveniently on the phone. I think I've used that one probably the most just to get the form correct and make sure I know what the move is. I like to tend I tend to follow the program verbatim. Like yes, make sure because I know there's a science that he like put it all together with. So. I like to yeah. and make sure I get the right move down with the right form. So. Yeah, the app is handy for grabbing your workouts quick and it downloads them to your phone. So once you've downloaded it to your phone, it's not like using Wi-Fi and then the links to the videos are live. So it is really handy uh, when you're at the gym. Yeah, for sure. So, looking back over your years of Venus here, what are some of your obstacles that you've had to overcome? I feel like there was many. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think the biggest obstacle was just trying to educate myself and make sure I'm doing it to my fullest capability. Um, And I know once I got to the maintaining part, I feel like I was a little bit more in the dark with that. I felt like I had to learn even more or new stuff. Like it wasn't the same. I don't I don't know if you feel the same, but maybe the weight loss part was a little bit different than the maintaining. So I had it was like a new realm, and I also wanted to put more into it. I mean, I still do Venus three days a week, sometimes four days a week, but. I wanted to get new goals. Like my New Year's resolution this year was to um, add pull-ups into my workout and try to hang like as long as I can, like progress my hanging on it, and then eventually get because I can't do a pull-up yet. So I'm trying to get to that point where I can do some pull-ups. So just incorporating other things other than just doing the because before I used to just do those three days and nothing more because my schedule is so hard because my husband's schedule he is all over the place basically and I've got two young kids I've got an almost six-year-old and an almost three-year-old and so I'm taking care of them and they're always with me my husband's always working and so I'm trying to juggle that on top of doing what I enjoy which is working out and some mornings I have to wake up super early before work just to get a workout in. I don't have my full gym here, like the gym I have here in the community, but um, I'm trying to build that so that I can do it here at home. But uh, I'll, I'll do a workout here in the morning if I know he's not going to be home in time for me to go to the gym or whatever have you. So I just have learned to incorporate other things just to make sure I'm getting my, my exercising because I crave that. But... Um, okay, I'm going to go back to the very beginning because you, you said something that I do agree with 100% that the weight loss part and the maintaining are two completely different things is what it feels like. Yes. And that's part of why I wanted to talk to you and put this podcast out there because I feel like we don't talk about the maintaining part enough. 
and it is a whole kind of different game. I mean, once you've lost the weight, you know what to do. Yeah. But nobody ever talks about like what is the what is maintaining and what is what should that be like. And um it's kind of a mind trip because I guess we don't really think about it after we lose the weight like it's still a process and it's still something I feel like you put your mind you still have some mental game going on, right? Yes. And like, you're never just going to stay at this weight. Like, you're going to live, and it's going to be up and down. And the point is to get your weight swings and your metric swings kind of in a narrow range. So, do you have, like, a range? What do you keep yourself in? Uh, are you talking about, like, measurements-wise? Yeah, measurements or weight. What do you what What do you do there? I still measure once a week just to try to keep it the same so I'm not gaining or losing but I've never like my VI says I should be 24 around my waist but and you and I have had this conversation <laughs> I've never been able to hit 24 um, so I was concerned about that but my shoulders and my waist have always been in VI ever since I've lost the weight and um, so my waist is a little bit higher than what it says in the program but 27 is where I try to keep it uh-huh. and then I try to stay around 115 because I got all the way down to 104 and uh, I was looking pretty skinny so uh, my husband was like okay enough is enough and I was like okay and so and that was an adjustment just trying to learn okay because that was when I was trying to stop losing weight and turn to the maintenance like that was when the shift was happening so yes. I had to figure out how to make it to where I don't because that wasn't my goal to look as skinny as I can I'm trying to look right. I'm trying to look like I work out. Right. <laughs> so, like I have muscles and um, I want them to show. And so that's my main goal is just to be toned and to not gain the weight but maintain it. And so that was a juggle too with that. So what do you, when your waist is up or if it's down, how do you respond to that? Because I take my measurements weekly too. So I think that's interesting. We both still do that. Years later. Yes. Um, I will change what I'm doing. Uh, if if I'm going up and I'm noticing it, I'll pull back. Because um, it's so easy to have many functions to go to, like birthday parties. And I mean, there's yes. so much stuff that happens in your life. So I have to pull back from that because there is temptation and all that good stuff. So... I just try to stop. I have to remember it, it is a mindset, and so I have to remind myself, what am I in this for? And I have to sit there and change the mindset that it's not worth the calories. Like Because I, I feel that you crave what you eat, and so like if you eat powdered donuts every day, you're going to crave powdered donuts. I don't yes. know if that's just me, but uh, I try to stay away from food like that that doesn't give me any kind of benefit or re help me reach my goal in any way. And so they don't crave those foods. Um, so I'll just, I'll fast maybe if I feel like I'm going up or I don't fast for too long. I mean, 12 to 24 hours maybe total uh, in one setting I'm fast. But I'll even scale it back maybe just have a protein bar because sometimes if I am gaining, I'm, I'm full anyway. Like I'm just bloated or... Um, I can still feel there's food there, so I'm not as hungry, and so I can just have a protein bar for lunch and be fine, 
Um, I used to eat pickles a lot too. That kind of helps with it being zero calories. So <laughs> <laughs> um, there's just little things, little tricks that I do to kind of help me stay where I need to be and where I want to be. And then I, I also have fitness gurus that I constantly um, are watching just to learn from them and to help remind me where my goal is and what I'm aiming for and that the food's not worth it and this is what what I want to do. This is my hobby. This is my goal. Do you feel feel like um, just like that little concerted effort for a week or so and then it's kind of done? Is that kind of what happens for you? No. If I I measure and I feel good and I because with my body I listen to it a little bit more and I don't know, like if I eat bad foods, it, it doesn't feel good. It just doesn't. Yeah. I just don't like it. And so no, I try. I don't like to eat those foods that do that to me. And so I, I always stay to eating. And I've never really seen a big gain up either. Yeah. So do you still count your calories every day? Not every day, but I do. I kind of do, like, I used to do it in a journal, but I don't do it in a journal anymore. I can kind of just do it in my head and just know. And I keep very busy, too. I'm very conscious of it now. Like, I know what my portion should look like. I, I know um, how to count it in my head and make sure I'm staying in the right, so I'm not overeating. So I don't like to get over 1,500 either if it's my maintenance. If I'm, it depends what I'm eating for that day. So if it's my maintenance, I'll try to make sure not to go over that. So I don't need that much food anyway. But I keep busy too, so that I'm always. So I don't want to sit here being bored and you know have the boredom eating or stress eating because I know I can get very stressed. So <laughs> I'll keep busy. I mean, I coach my son's basketball and I teach Venus and then I teach first graders all day long. And there's just so many things that I'm involved in. I mean, I'm a mom on top of all that. So, <clears throat> so you have more important things to do than worry about your food constantly. Yep. <laughs> I try not okay. to think about it too much, but I do monitor it, if that makes any sense. No, it does. So you would say it takes up less mental space than when you were losing weight. Yes, correct. It does. Okay. Uh, do you weigh yourself every day still, or do you do that weekly, or just whenever? I don't want to do it every day because then to me it would be an obsession. And to me it's not about how much the scale is telling me. It, it's about how I feel. And I don't want to get trapped in that in that thought that I have to be a certain weight. So I, I do it weekly just to monitor and make sure it's not going in the direction I don't want it to go. But um, I do definitely. I, I, so I weigh once a week and I do measure every so often just to make sure... And I take pictures still just to see how my body's changing. So all that stuff helps me, I think, to maintain. And yeah, I agree with yeah. Um, I was going to talk a little bit about the waist thing because we talked about it, but I didn't really ex- we didn't explain ourselves. Right. So Carly is shorter. She's fun-sized. <laughs> and generally on shorter females, if you're going to have a metric that's hard for you to hit on the Venus metrics, it's usually the waist because 24 inches is pretty tiny. And some, a lot of shorter Venuses, physically, the way they are built, cannot hit that metric. It's just, 
the, the numbers get a little skewed unless you're really naturally built as an hourglass. I would call Carly kind of ruler-shaped personally. Would you agree with that, Carly? Yes. Yeah. And she looks great. She's beautiful. People, I know people notice her body. She has a rocking body. So it's nothing against her body that she can't hit that metric. She looks great at the metric she's at. Um, whereas I'm on the tall end of the Venus scale, and for us taller ladies, it's hard for us to hit the shoulder metric. Um, my shoulders are supposed to be 42 and a half inches. Uh, after I did my first transformation, I was about an inch shy of that, but I could hit my hip and my waist. And still after five years of building my, I've built my shoulders in five years to 42 inches. So I'm still not at Venus shoulders. So um, that's kind of a normal thing. Uh, girls that are at the low end can't hit their Venus waist metric, some of them, and girls at the tall end can't build their shoulders up to the Venus shoulder metric. Is that take anything away from our bodies? No. These are just suggested numbers, and you will fall probably outside that range. Um, girls that are really pear-shaped have a hard time hitting their Venus hip metric. Um, so just know that you're looking for your best body. It's not necessarily a number and it's not a weight. It's I like how Carly put it. It's a lifestyle and it's a way that you should feel. Right. Um, so it's nothing to be ashamed of or something to obsess over these numbers. So I, I wanted to talk about that for a minute. Um, you talked about your motivation that you are around gurus and you listen to stuff and you're always learning so and you set new goals for yourself what are some other um, advice that you would give to women who are maintaining um, keep with it and look for Amanda for me my success was just resources and just always um, trying to keep a goal that you're always trying to hit and you, you know keep something around you that motivates you I mean I have to look at some pictures often just to keep me motivated and um, using all my resources all the Venus and my friends my community all those resources just keep with it keep consistent that's all the stuff that has helped me be successful so I'm, I know I'll help anybody else just doing the same thing yeah, and the change at this point comes tiny, and that's to be expected. But your body still can improve. It's yeah. just like noticing little tiny things, <laughs> like yeah. your you got better ab lines. I mean, your metrics or your weight might not change at all, but visually, the changes come at this point. Would you agree with that? Yes. So, are your muscles fuller? Do you think? Oh yes, I can see that. I don't know how to explain it, but that line down my thigh, like on the uh -huh. side, it helps that muscle show. And then I do have those lines that you're just talking about on the abs. And I've had two kids, and I've always been told, you've had kids, that's not possible. You can't have the six-pack. You're not going to see it because of all the fat from having kids. Well, I, I see it. And yeah. my arms, I mean, I can just see it all over the place. That's great. So... Things, things will come, I, I call it, I guess, a muscle age. Like, the longer that you've lifted these changes, 
um, that Carly's talked about or the lines on your arms, those will start coming in because your muscles get fuller as as you build on them. So it only gets better the longer you're at it. The only sure way to go backwards is to stop, in my opinion. Would you yeah, agree with that? I totally agree with that. Well, is there anything we didn't talk about that you want to share? Oh, I can't think of anything right now. <laughs> well, I think that this podcast has been most helpful. I so appreciate your time talking to me. Thank you. I've enjoyed it. <laughs> and um, we'll be sure to share some pictures of Carly in her timeline with Venus and before. And uh, anyway, thank you, Carly, for joining us today. Yes, and that. Yeah, I'm glad that we got to talk. So that is your Venus podcast. Thanks.